with technology and the cost of transactions falling close to zero credit system could be implemented. I'm always really interested like in big numbers. What do we need to do, right? That something like that is not just happening in one rather smallish city in Mexico, right? But that it can spread to hundreds, thousands, tens, hundreds of thousands, millions of municipalities on the planet. Because that's where I see we're right now, May 2022, that's the inflection point, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, of, yes, of course. Um, one of the things is a technology in itself, the technologies that time banks are using and that mutual credits like ours are using, it's old tech. And it needs, it needs to come to the level of people using it like they use a credit card. It has to be super simple. You know, most people don't understand what is money and how to use money. They don't need to understand what is the mechanics on how to use a mutual credit. They just need to be able to go with a card and be able to trade it that way, you know, or with the phone and super easy. Right now it's not the case. So when you ask people to use, even if you're telling, telling them, hey, this is extra money for you and it's two clicks away, it's too far. It's way too far. So technology adoption is an issue. So we have to make it extremely simple. And you mentioned the cost of the transaction. So, you know, we know that, yes, we need to, like the blockchain, you know, it's too far, too far, it's too expensive in terms of gas. So you need something that would not have that. Uh, so, um, you know, in an, as an example, um, Colo, that host that is a peer-to-peer -peer hosting network, has a mutual credit that is going to come out that is called Holofuel. And so the, the idea there is that people get a holoport and they'll be hosting a little piece of the internet, just like you rent an extra room with your Airbnb and then you get paid. So hosts are going to get paid with this mutual credit that is holofuel. So what is what Holo has do, done by the using Holochain is that they're reduce, re, uh, reducing the cost of the transaction because Holochain is made for microservices, something that it's really, really needed because there's, this is a very small amounts, you know, a carrot, a pencil, a ride, you know, that if you have to pay um, gas for it, it's not worth it definitely not worth it you need to with it for the technology to work with microservices so i would say it has to be extremely easy it has to work as money works in terms of you know a card and people need to know that it's not funky money you know that is not monopoly money they need to understand how they're going to use it where they're going to use it what is accessible to them so many designers um, kind of debate whether the software should have a, a marketplace or like we decided to do an Olines, we would just place a sign in the local businesses that would accept Olines. And they would say here, aquí se aceptan Olines, here we accept Olines. And so you would see that in local businesses. Um, and then there would be the network of people offering all sorts of services. Um, so that's another. The other is consciousness, because one of the, the I also worked for the South Oregon Time Banks for a while because I wanted to really see what, how people were using time banks. 
And it's very funny. It's not, it's even painful because most people think about it as money and it's not money. So you have to make them clear. This is not money. This is a complementary currency and it works different. So that they're not frustrated that they cannot buy their iPhones with it, um, but that they can do other sorts of things and they can promote relationship and social fabric. The other aspect is to train people to be able to use it creatively because, you know, they would do things like, oh, when someone arrives, give them 20 hours. Um, sweet, you have plus 20. So what? It's not money, it's hours. So you would still gain them in another way. You don't really need to start with plus 20 hours because you have to provide, you have a limit also. So if you, once you reach a limit um, of hours, you have to start giving. And the limit will, you know, fluctuate depending on who you are. So that's what I would say. It's like, look creatively. Like I would invite them to don't take 100% hours, take 20% in hours and 80% in money and a meal, you know? Just be creative with the ways in which we transact value and try to think outside of the box. So we need to train people to, 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 to kind of leverage their ideas of how to, how to trade with each other. Let's make this user-centric. So imagine Alistair, entrepreneur, uh, I would say I would coin myself avant-garde, but very low tech in, let's make it simple. In a year's time, I have maybe much like a Revolut card. I have a dashboard where I can plug and play myself into multiple flows of exchange, one of which is time banking, which I mainly use for mentoring, actually. <laughs> I don't know if that guy will ever hear, but like I uh, met a guy, I think it's 15 years back, who had a day rate of $25,000, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, mm, I, I, I want mentoring. And, and he says, yeah, well, I'm $25,000 uh, a day. And I said, well, uh, you will die, I will die. That's usually my argument. The only thing that's for sure is you will die, I will die, right? And I said, I give you one hour and I get one hour, right? I mean, that's fair. Like, like, like chi, prana, life force, lifetime equals one. I said, okay. And was actually for a couple of years an interesting exchange. So let's say Alistair has a dashboard with the time banking. Another part in my dashboard would be one or, or many mutual credits. What would be other forms of value exchange? So I want to have you explain more of, of the different architecture scaffolding and how that relates to the culture it builds, like you were mentioning, like the social fabric. So just imagine Alistair is in the dashboard in a year from now, and he has maybe 
yes, it's fiat currencies, whatever, Mexican pesos, uh, I wanted to say Deutschmark, euros, uh, whatever, pounds, dollars, I don't know, there's actually quite a lot of different currencies that people are paying my services in different fiats. Then I have the cryptocurrency piece, then I have a time banking piece, and I have a mutual credit piece. Yeah, so let's just riff off that. Mm -hmm. That's fun. Thank you. Oh, oh, we could do so much with dashboards and, and you know, I'm going to touch mutual credit, but we're going to also touch reputation because one of the aspects that I would love to see in time banks and in the dashboard for Alistair would be that there would be people that will be able to rate you. And they would be able to say, well, this is a number you will see in, the, in your dashboard, the numbers of hours given, the numbers of hours received. You could see in your dashboard, um, you know, the rating that people have given you for different things. Some of them could be numerical, like, oh, my God, five stars because he's quality of press. And some of it's subjective, like, you know, notes and little things that people uh, do for appreciation like we do when you know we're rating a product or, or a certain service uh, so you could see that also in your dashboard and what matters about that as well is that when people when there's more coach people then what if we could have a collective dashboard and then we could have let's put it into into in another service let's say carpentry you know so let's say that you know you have also you're also carpenter and there's you know you you love doing carpentry in your free time and and your carpentry is not the highest quality but it's pretty fast you do it well and your designs are you know people like them but then there's paul and he's and and you're fast you know but then there's paul he's really slow um but he's super high quality like his furniture are gonna last for a hundred years and he's really expensive and you're not that expensive but you know so it's not about oh Alistair is a good carpenter and Paul is a bad, good, bad carpenter or, you know, he's expensive and he's cheap. It's not about that. It's about enabling choice for people so that when they, they see, they can, they can see the different, the different reputation metrics and they can go like, well, I have a budget. I want this furniture for my next 15 generations. I'm going to go with Paul. Oh, you know, no, I want it fast. This is for my house in my extra house in whatever. And I really love the innovation in design. And I really don't care if it's gonna go for my grandchildren. And I have a lower budget and I'm just gonna go with Alistair. You know, so that we give people more context because part of, 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 of what we require is to have more context about the services and the products that we that we that we get. So then you start to get the picture of how that it rapidly gets in all sorts of types of impact metrics and possibilities for impact and dashboards for impact and all sorts of things that we can see, you know, in terms of flow. Now, coming back to Alistair's dashboard of, of let's say it's just mutual credits, you know, so you have solar panels in your roof and you also have a mutual credit that is called kilowatts. And you, you know, you trade your kilowatt, your extra kilowatt hours, and some of it, oh, you can see in the, your dashboard that you know you generated thirty percent more than uh, energy in your battery, like the, than the last month, and that you have the possibility to give it to the school, 
and or that the church needs it or you know like the the, the neighbor doesn't have it and you want to give it to the neighbor or oh there's a pool of kilowatt hours from everybody of us because we want to do a community project and we're going to or you can sell it and then you have your holofield, you know, like the what you got for the getting uh, hosting uh, a little piece of the internet and how much holofield that you have for yourself and how many people, how many web pages have you served and all the different data about who and maybe who you gave it to for free because you wanted it to give it for free because the community is hosting their own apps and they want them the, because they want more, more resilience and so you're seeing what is the apps that you're hosting for free and so it's just that's so rich you know, so rich. And then when we go into the level of collective dashboards, then it's when it really starts to become way more interesting because then the flows that we can see and the decisions we can make are informed not only by our own behaviors, habits and choices, but that of the collective.